0: Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? It's Sherman here. So I've been thinking a lot lately about something, and uh, I figured I should talk about it on the YouTubes. Um, with Within MBTI, there's this kind of like strange idea that one type is better than another type um even with with people who are just learning about it like really new to the whole thing like I'll, I'll give uh an assessment to somebody or tell them you know what i think their type is and have them check it out and they're like oh yeah yeah that's it but you, am i the good type am i the right one <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous um and I'll get into it in a second. There's another version of this same kind of idea that, you know, one type is better than another type. And it comes about through people who have studied it a little bit longer, who are more more into MBTI, but still not, like, fully aware of how all the stuff works, all the different types and dynamics work. And And those people are the ones that say, like, well, intuitives are better than sensors or thinkers are better than feelers. And it's pretty fucking ridiculous, honestly. And you know, like there are these stereotypes that that people resort to when explaining these things. And you know, I, I've touched on them too. Um but it's definitely not how I really feel about it. It's just an easier way to explain some of these things. Um, But when they're kind of twisted and used to, to like belittle somebody, that's when I think there's a real problem with it. Like the, the stereotypes of, you know, thinkers are robotic and you know, they have no heart, right. Or feelers are just like super squishy emo types and they're just like, overflowing with emotions all the time or can't control their emotions. And, uh, you know, intuitives are these super creative, like, special breed of humans, right? Which is not true, right? And then on the other side of that, there's the idea of like, well, you know, because intuitives are are this, like, super creative style class, then the the sensors are Way too down to earth and like Stuck in the concrete You know in the earth And they're just like Not ever going to Produce anything creative Right Like I said it's it's complete bullshit And um, You know I think it needs to stop Right um, The Let's see So When I was younger, just even like like four or five years ago, maybe even closer than that, I really didn't like the idea that I was a feeler. I'm an INFP, right? And I was like trying so hard to be this robot, right? To never share emotions, never feel emotions because that's how you get hurt. That's how problems happen, right? Is by letting people into your world and, you know, expressing yourself. So just don't do it, right? So I was working towards this kind of like robotic side, denying the fact that I was a feeler, right? Denying emotions and all this other stuff. And uh, it, you know, it wasn't all that bad. I I did, you know, gain a lot of um, kind of detached understanding of things, right? Different approach to to making decisions and whatnot by trying to just ignore this emotional side and focus on how is it really in this world, you know, like detached. Um, but uh, I did that for a little too long, I think. And, and then when I decided to kind of change it and, and really embrace who I was and and the fact that I do feel things very strongly and whatnot, um, you know, like, like everybody does, but, um, I think intuitive feelers definitely have a different blend, a different approach to those, right? Those feelings and values and emotions. Um, When I started embracing that I felt a lot better. I felt like I could actually help people now because I understand where they're coming from and I you know I can relate it to my subjective experiences and whatnot in a in a very deep way with different many different shades of emotions and levels and whatnot. Um so what I'm saying is basically that it's good to experiment with the other, the other cognitive functions, the other classes, as I call them here. Um, but really embrace who you are, right? The way I think of it is like you're in this adventuring party. You know, I like to bring everything back to games and stuff like that, right? You're in this adventuring party or this raid, right? And if everybody is the same class, if you're all healers, going to be a really crappy group. You're not going to, to get too far, right? You can just constantly heal each other and worry about how everybody feels and never get anything really done. Right. Or if they're all, um, all ranged units, like all hunters, right? Intuitives. Um, you're not going to have anybody to tank it. You're not going to have anybody to like protect the group and push, you know, forward with the real object, right? It's just going to be dancing around everything, kiting around everything. And sure. You'll get a lot of, you know, really creative ideas and and it might be fun, but you're not going to have that like solid ground to stand on. Right. Or that shield to protect you know, what's really happening in the tangible world, right? Or if you're, you're all warriors, right? You're all melee. Then what happens when you need to take that step back and you can't approach it in the real time, in the real world, right? You need to think theoretically and figuratively about things. You're going to struggle with it, right? Same with, uh, if it's all thinkers, it's all mages, right? If the whole world was thinkers, then you're not going to have that like real interest in making decisions based on how people feel about things, right? And it's going to cause a lot of problems, right? You're not going to get the same. You're not going to get this nice blend of different decisions and, and actionable approaches, right? Um. So that's how I think about it. And, you know, it's good to have this mix, this different variety of different classes, different approaches, different, you know, styles, right? Because that's how you do damage to what needs to be attacked in the sense of if A boss is all resistant to magic you're not going to want to do magic damage to it you're going to want to approach it in a different way right in real life you can't always approach things and and situations and whatnot with the same this one style this one attitude right you're going to need to look at it from other perspectives every once in a while in order to get a big, full understanding of what it is. So, you know, when whenever anybody talks about, you know, the different types and like, oh, well, this kind is better than this kind or, you know, INFPs are not as good as INFJs because blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the rarity thing is something that a lot of people talk about, right? Like, well, uh, we're only 2% of, of the, the whole world. So, you know, we're way better and more unique and all this other stuff. And who really cares? You know, (laughs) like you need to have specific types of people to do specific things in the world. You need people to make sure everybody's comfortable and you're you need people to like trust the past and to use that to move forward and build a stable future for for the world, right? But you also need creative ideas and you need like just different kind of approaches to things that people haven't thought about, right? So you need all of this. You can't just have one, right? And because of that, there is no better type. There's no better style. There's no better class or whatever you want to call it. It's just different. It's a different approach, different way of looking at it. And it's all good. There's no need to scream outside my window like those people are doing. (laughs) Right? You can just embrace it for what it is. Embrace yourself for who you are and and your unique strengths and weaknesses, right? And just really realize where you stand and how you can help other people, how you can help yourself, how, you know, you might struggle, how you need help, right? And if you take it with that, that mindset, I think you're going to... Um have a better approach to those kind of people who kind of uh, mess you up a little bit, you know, mainly because of your inferior function. like when I always struggled with extroverted thinkers because I'm an introverted feeler. It's the kind of mirror opposite, right? It's on that other side of the spectrum. And when I really, started thinking that well okay it's just a different approach it's a different way of looking at things it's fine is when i accepted that as part of me accepted that you know extroverted thinking is something that is within my my top four within my cognitive function stack right and i should embrace it instead of fight it right and I should embrace those people who are great at that and aspire to, to at least get an understanding of how they do that, right? Because it's going to balance me out. It's going to help me out in the long run. Okay, well, anyway, that was just a little rant on this topic that I've been thinking about for a little while. Um, if you have any questions, comments, just want to start a conversation, whatever it is, um you can write below please subscribe do all that good stuff uh go to the website geekpsychology.com uh anything like that share this with somebody that you think it might help because it helps me <laughs> all right thanks a lot good luck have fun see ya thanks for listening and i hope you got something out of it